Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The gun guy, Guy Ralford, filling in for Hammer. My name is Nigel. I wanted to get your... I want to get your take as an attorney. You're a, you specialize in the Second Amendment, but I, I'm really curious as to say what you think of the situation with uh, Marine veteran Daniel Penny in New York. He has been indicted in the death of that that maniac Jordan Neely, who got on a New York City train and started threatening people. Penny uh, tried to subdue the man and wound up. Uh, he had no intention of killing him, but the man ended up dying, and now he's being indicted. The, the indictment's sealed. We don't know what it says yet, guy. Uh, let's check out uh, what Daniel Penny had to say as he describes what happened. So I take the subway multiple times a day. In this instance, I was coming from school. A man came on, stumbled on. He was, appeared to be on drugs. The doors closed, and he ripped his jacket off. And, violent, and threw it at the people sitting down to my left. I was listening to music at the time, um, and he was yelling, so I took my headphones out to hear what he was yelling. And the three main threats that he repeated over and over was, I'm gonna kill you, I'm prepared to go to jail for life, and I'm willing to die. I was scared for myself, but I looked around, I saw women and children, he was yelling in their faces, saying, saying these threats, I couldn't just sit still. Here's a little bit more, and then I want to get your take. Here's Daniel talking about kind of the timeline of everything that happened. Some people say that I was holding on to Mr. Neely for 15 minutes. This is not true. I mean, between stops is only a couple minutes. And so the whole interaction lasted less, less, less than five minutes. Some people say I was trying to choke him to death, which is also not true. I was trying to restrain him. Uh, you can see in the video, there's a clear rise and fall of his chest, indicating that he's breathing. I'm trying to restrain him from him being able to carry out the threats. And then some people say that this is about race, which is absolutely ridiculous. I didn't see a black man threatening passengers. I saw a man threatening passengers, it's a lot of whom were people of color. A man who helped restrain Mr. Neely was, was a person of color. And then a few days after the incident, I, I read in the papers that uh, a woman of color came out and called me a hero. What, I don't believe that I'm, I'm a hero, but uh, she was one of those people that I was trying to protect. So this guy's trying to protect, protect pedestrians or um, you know people on the subway train, winds up accidentally, uh, you know, tries to subdue the, this maniac, winds up unintentionally killing him. Where does this, he was been indicted again, the indictment's sealed, where does it go from here? What do you think should happen? Well, yeah, and, and for the record, man, this is what I do. I mean, in self-defense, defensive third persons, okay. I mean, that that's squarely right down the middle of the fairway from my practice. That's why I've represented people like Eli Dickin, you know, who saved lives and defending third parties, um, just like, you know, Daniel Perry attempted to do in New York. So this is right there. But um, what, what the law says, and let's look, let's... Let's interpose Indiana law on this situation, right? I mean, I'm not a New York lawyer. Sure. I can't speak to exactly what New York law says. But for those folks listening here in Indiana, Indiana law says you can use reasonable force, including deadly force, if you have a reasonable belief that that force is necessary to prevent serious bodily injury or the commission of a forcible felony against you or a third person. So you're sitting on a train, 
you know, you're out in public, someone's saying, uh, I'm not afraid uh, to die. I'm not afraid to go to prison. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to yeah. kill others. Yeah. Oh, and, 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 and as long as he has some observable means to accomplish that threat, right? A lot of times people talk about motive, means, and opportunity, meaning someone has expressed uh, you know, a, a desire to hurt someone. Well, what's their motive to do that? And being crazy is potentially a motive, but means an opportunity. Did they have the ability to hurt someone? And then were there people close enough he could have hurt them? If the answer to those things is yes, um, then then it's very likely under Indiana law this would have been absolutely justified. You you can you can say well you can only use reasonable force to prevent uh, the unlawful force against someone else. But it goes to the the justifiable and legal use of deadly force when you're preventing that serious bodily injury or the commission of a forcible felony, robbing someone, or or you know a strong arm robbery or assaulting them, uh, trying to kill someone on the subway. Those are all uh, uh, violent felonies and uh, forcible felonies, and uh, would absolutely justify the use of force, including deadly force, yeah. under Indiana law. And I just think in a world where m- most people would have just stood by. And cowardly, you know, hiding behind a uh, a chair or something on the subway. This guy is a hero. This this Daniel Penny is a hero and protected people by trying to subdue this guy. It was not intentional that the, the this lunatic lost his life. And I think you know it deters people in the future from trying to subdue or help people that they feel. Are, are being attacked. Well, that's really an important attacked. point. Yeah. That's really an important point. Oh, uh, if I try to get in the way of this, I could be the one going to jail. Well, oh, that's right. And, and by the way, when I represented Kisti Janin, and she was the lady that I've talked about before on your show, but she saved the life of a police officer who was about to be yes. shot with his own gun right in her front yard after a traffic stop. And, and she ran out there and saved his life. And police officer was the first one to say so. She saved my life. I, I was I was yeah. literally moments away from getting shot with my own gun, and she saved my life. She still got sued over that, and you know I was talking to to Kissy about that, and that's what motivated us to pass the new immunity law in yep. Indiana, which I wanted to call Kissy's law because um, she's not, um, and she, although she's not the first one I've represented who's gotten sued after saving someone's life, but and, and even though that was just a civil lawsuit, not being criminally prosecuted. I talked to her about after the whole thing. I said, I know that was traumatic. I mean, at one point you were getting sued for $10 million. You were looking at losing your house and your your kids' uh, college savings fund. And she goes, know what? I'm really glad I did it, though. I I, I, I prayed a lot about taking a life. Yeah. But, and, but here, and she said, because I don't want the next person to hesitate and allow, for instance, an innocent person like this police officer to get murdered right in front of them. I don't want that next person to be deterred. She made exactly the point you just did, Notch. Kid Rock, one of the top donors to uh, Marine veteran Daniel Penny's Legal Defense Fund, uh, dropped $5,000 with a message that said, Mr. Penny is a hero. Alvin Bragg is a POS. Uh the fundraiser uh, for his uh, defense fund has surpassed $2 million. Yeah. That's what I like to see. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.